0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
1: With Danny, I'm Grant. This is the fan. Beltway Blitz at 4 o'clock today on the teams in town you care the most about, including the Capitals who are in action at Capital One Arena at 705. TJ Oshii back in the lineup will be huge to get him back. Coming up in 15 minutes at the top of the hour. A lot of people have thoughts on the Commanders' Week 17 unveiling of a brand new mascot. Of course, their Week 18 plan is to retire Sonny Jurgensen's uniform. Uh, His jersey will uh, hang from the FedEx field uh, stanchions. But how many Commanders fans will be there? We'll get into that next hour. Right now, we wanted to bring Sal Capaccio on. He is the sideline reporter and a beat reporter covering the Buffalo Bills. We just wanted to get to know... DeMar Hamlin, a little bit better, and to get some vibes from the sideline last night. Sal, it's good to have you back on the show. It's awful that it's under these circumstances. You know, We've been talking about this in the first hour of our program today. It really changed, I think, how a lot of us uh, view football, and hopefully everything works out. But you were watching this game. It was the game of the year. Everything changed in the blink of an eye. What can you tell us about your vantage point?
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, that's exactly right. You know, that as oftentimes you just see injuries on the field, um, you know, the game goes on, right? I mean, this was such a unique and unprecedented situation because it was so awful. And, you know, no one really kind of ever prepares for a situation like this. So my job as a radio network sideline reporter. You know, I'm trying to give the information to listeners what's going on in the field during the whole ordeal from the start of the injury all the way through the process of you know, ultimately postponing the game. But I'm also you know, part of what's happening on the field and seeing it and processing it all. And I'm going to be honest with you, like today might even been harder to, to think back and deal with it than last night because last night I was kind of working and talking about it, and now I'm going back and reliving some of the images and thinking about all these things today. And I'm even seeing things on TV that I didn't see on the field last night, as much as I saw. Uh, so it was a obviously a really surreal, really emotional situation for everybody that's involved and in something you could never plan for or prepare for and hope that you never see and hope that I never do again.
1: Sal, as, as we all found out more about DeMar Hamlin, it, it's hard not to be just – so wildly impressed with the young man, his story, his journey, and, and you know, how obviously beloved uh, he seems to be by uh, the community in Buffalo, his teammates, and, and, and everyone else. What can you tell us about him?
2: Yeah, he's a great young man. He really is. He's only 24 years old, been in the league a couple of years. I remember when he was drafted, and Todd McShay said, I guarantee you he'll make this Bills roster, even though it's already a really loaded roster just last year, you know, a team with Super Bowl aspirations. He said, Because he's going to come in and he's going to play his tail off and bust his butt on special teams and he's physical and he really fits what they want in Buffalo. And that's exactly what he did. And you know, he's behind two all pro safeties and Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, but it didn't matter. He came to work every day and um, does his job and fits in really well with the culture and the organization and exactly what they look and what they call Bill's DNA. But, you know, I always say guys, you know, we're not, we're not Washington. We're not New York or LA or Chicago. We're Buffalo. We're a smaller city. Um, here, the, the community is such a, an ingrained part of the team and vice versa. The team is such an ingrained part of the community, as you know, and Bill's Mafia and all that. But when players come here, they become a part of this community, community very quickly. And DeMar has done that. And you've seen the foundation that he has, and you see the charitable work that he's done. And that goes you know, back in his hometown near Pittsburgh, back here in Buffalo. He's done a lot of different things. And he's already kind of established himself as one of those guys, which is great. I will tell you, he's all about ball at the facility. Off the field, obviously, really good personality. You see that, it comes out, you know, how much he's loved. But man, he is, he's a guy that's really respected for how much he just cares about football and wants to be a part of, you know, what they're doing on the field. And quick story on that is after he took over from Micah Hyde this year, because he got got thrown into having to start and having to play. And, you know, Micah got hurt. All of a sudden he's playing. They win a game. I go on the field and I always get one post game like interview walking off the field after they win. And it's usually not like a Josh Allen or a Diggs. They're doing national network stuff. So I try to find somebody, and I I walked up to DeMar. I'm like, okay, yeah, DeMar just played this big role for the first or second time in his life, you know, in the NFL, win the game. And I walk up, and I said, DeMar, DeMar, got time for a, a, you know, radio on-air live interview. And he kind of looked at me totally funny, like, he's like, no, no, I'm good. And I don't think he realized, like, I said, DeMar, in nine years I've been doing this, you'd be the only person to say no after winning a game to walk off the field to a radio interview. And he (laughs) goes... oh, okay, I got you now. He didn't understand because he's so unassuming. He wasn't yeah. used to that role and being thrust into the spotlight like that. And by the way, once we started talking, he was terrific. He's great to talk to.
1: I'm sure. Sal Capaccio, who is on the Bills beat, is their sideline reporter. We only have a minute and a half or so left, but you know, obviously we're waiting for an update. I don't necessarily think you've heard anything that we haven't uh, seen reported yet. If you have anything, please tell us, but... I am curious what's next for the Bills here. I mean, some of the members are still in Cincinnati, of the organization, right?
2: Um, I believe only Brandon Bean stayed back last night. Maybe people from the medical team. Okay. But as far as I know, as far as any coaches or front office or players, players all got back on. I was on the team charter last night. Everybody came back. In fact, we st- we sat on the bus outside the stadium for probably over an hour And, you know, didn't really know what was going on. And, you know, we're just waiting for cues on what was happening. And then we finally left. And I believe that was because they were waiting for some of the players and coaches to come back from the hospital. Sal, this is great information, man.
1: Again, I wish it was under better circumstances. but Really appreciate the time today, buddy. You got it, man. Thank you. Thanks, Sal. Sal Capaccio, who covers the Bills. That community, by the way, is is, is there a better, more tight-knit fan base in a small market, so to speak, to wrap their hands around that organization? And while we're talking about fan bases, how about that stadium and the Bengals fans last night? That was beyond incredible. Like first class all the way around. So, uh, you know, as word spreads, obviously people have their phones and it, it took a second, I'm sure. But there's there was none of that, the, the groaning sounds. What's going on? Like, what are we waiting for? Like none of that kind of stuff. It was just instantaneous. So they recognized something was very, very, very wrong and rose to the occasion, I thought. We will discuss anything that develops and breaks on this Damar Hamlin Uh, ongoing fight in a hospital in Cincinnati as uh, hopefully we hear good news sometime while we're on the air today. Look, there is no good transition, so I'll just tell you next we'll do something less important. Uh, We're going to talk about the Commanders and the football season remaining here in Washington, D.C., right here on Grant and Danny on the Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?